Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas, everybody! I'm your host, Amala Epinobi, aka Diversity Hire Santa, and today we will be reacting to cringy Christmas TikToks. <laughs> Guys, you know I always have fun with these intros. Today, we didn't want to leave you hanging without some Christmas content for your Christmas day. Hopefully, you're spending your time with your families, getting some quality time in, exchanging gifts, eating good food, just showing love for one another. But if by some chance you are watching this video, we're here to react to some cringy Christmas TikToks today. And I am not alone. I am with Taylor. Are you, are you Taylor today? Yes, and I'm reporting in from the North Pole. Good to see you here, Amala, and Merry Christmas to everybody. I'm rocking my Little Nero's Pizza shirt, which, if you know what movie that's from, it's Home Alone. It's my favorite Christmas movie, so had to represent. This was actually my Halloween costume this year, full disclosure. I had a hat and everything and a little pizza box, but yeah. Love that for you. You know what I heard in L.A.? They actually open up a Little Nero's Pizza spot for like a week during December, and I totally missed that this was a real deal thing. Well, I don't know what to say to that. I feel a lot of FOMO, but it's fine. You know, I heard about like they they made like a cinematic experience of Home Alone where they give you like a Sunday that they make uh, as Kevin's eating a Sunday, and they I give you cheese that. pizza when he's having cheese pizza. But it was like two hundred dollars for a ticket. I'm like, I can just go get a pizza and make a Sunday at home while I watch it and save some money, uh, which is a very LA thing to do to pay two hundred dollars for an experience like that. But it does sound awesome. It really is. I can't wait to like do stuff like that with my kids. I always take in these creative ideas, and during Christmas season, yo, I'm going hard. I'm going hard when it comes to Christmas with my kids. I don't know how I feel about like convincing them that Santa's real and doing all that trickery and stuff. But most yeah. definitely, my kids. Kids are getting a hella good Christmas. Are you going to tell your kids that that Santa's real or isn't real? Um, I'm going to play it like my parents did, which was basically just like, okay, haha, Santa's kind of like this Christmas character. Mm -hmm. But they never really tried to actually persuade us that he was like a real person coming in. It was kind of like, okay, this gift's from Santa, as in like it's a mystery person. And it's kind of just like all the lore, but there was never like this literal belief. Um, and maybe that's their Christianity coming into it. They didn't want us to believe in weird stuff. Like right. <laughs> <laughs> my family went hardcore with everything. Like my grandmother would like hide Easter baskets around the house from the bunny and like do the whole Santa thing. And it was, it was legit when I was a kid. I didn't feel deceived though. Uh, now, speaking of upholding the Christmas spirit and uplifting that, during the holiday season what about those who don't like what about leftists who look at christmas and they start making like cringy tiktoks about how stuff from your christmas and childhood is racist or you know santa claus is actually a communist they do indeed exist and today we're going to be reacting to some of those tiktoks without further ado let's get into numero uno just a reminder that that fucking racist ass restaurant scene in A Christmas Story is trash and it's totally fine to realize that something that you used to love is fucking garbage now and that you've changed and you don't need to defend your memories in anyone's comment sections. So yeah, deck the fucking halls. Okay, my gosh, I'm not feeling the holiday spirit from that one. <laughs> very grinchy. Not much joy to the world happening in that video right there. Yeah, no, very, very grinchy, uh, that one. Now, here's my, my, my uh, two cents on this. My family 
religiously watches A Christmas Story every single year during the holidays, among other things, you know, Elf, Home Alone. We all have our little Christmas movies that we watch when the season comes. Drop yours in the comments down below. But A Christmas Story is the best, and it's awesome. And the, the scene that she's referring to is when they go out to eat <laughs> at, like, this Chinese restaurant because it's the only place that's open uh, when they're looking for food because their food gets destroyed for Christmas Day. And the waiters come out and sing and, you know, follow la 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 but with the chinese accent it's fa ra 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 and that's what happens in the film just in case you need a, a, a quick recap of what she's talking about do we really need to be so sensitive about that and i get it it's functioning on a stereotype but stereotypes exist for a reason why is it that the family was able to go out and get a chinese restaurant dinner on christmas it's because typically Chinese restaurants don't give an F about that stuff and they stay open on Christmas because they know people are not going to want to cook. They want to go out and get a Christmas meal and they'll head to a Chinese restaurant. In fact, in America, for some families, it's a total tradition to just go and get Chinese on Christmas because it's it's a staple that they're they're open and it is a confirmed stereotype that many of them are open. Now, as far as their iteration of the song and saying raw instead of law, also, that stereotype exists for a reason, and it's because if you do have that thick accent, that is how your L's sound. <laughs> so what is all that offensive about it? I don't know. I'm trying to think of what it's else just, happens. I mean, that's, you know, that's it. It's literally like these people are of a different race. They pronounce something a little bit differently or tend to, and that is something that they're pointing out in a comedic way in the film. And because that's being pointed out, it is racist because they're a minority. Now, how we square that with this new mentality that apparently Asians are not underrepresented in the upper economic spheres and therefore they're not oppressed like other minority groups. But apparently this is still offensive that, you know, we're getting into the mumbo jumbo there. But it, it's the same energy as the people who want to cancel comedians these days uh, for making any joke that has any semblance of reference to uh, a cultural stereotype of any kind. So long as it's, of course, you can joke as much as you want about white people, but any minority, God forbid. And it's just like we talk about all the time. Everything's fair game in comedy. No one's really actually offended by this. And uh, to, to go back and just want to cancel this entire movie, it's just get out of here, Scrooge, like bah humbug. For real. And if my memory serves me correctly, it's actual Chinese people who are playing the, the role mm -hmm. in this film. So if they're not offended by their own characterization, the character that they are playing of their own culture and, you know, the running of the Chinese restaurant, then who are you to be offended on their behalf? So often it's like people who are not a part of the culture itself who hop on the internet to be offended on that person's behalf. Like, what are you going to say to the Chinese actor who took that role that he has internalized racism for choosing to participate in a Christmas story? Probably that, not. That's exactly what they'd say. Yeah. And then, of course, if a white person did it, then they're taking the roles of Asian people. Right. But also they're mocking Asian people. So it's just there's no they're going to be offended no matter what you do. You just can't have any fun. But yeah. according to these people. And that scene is iconic. I don't care what anybody says. And I'm sure there's many of you probably watching this show right now of Asian descent who also think that that scene is iconic and that the stereotypes exist for a reason. If I was watching black stereotypes or biracial or white stereotypes play out on TV and you hit the nail on the head and it's funny. I don't care that it's a part of, of something that I'm from or it's attached to my identity in some way. I'll congratulate you for creating something funny.
Okay. Now, now well, let me ask you before we move on. Sure. What, how, where does A Christmas Story rank in your Christmas movie pantheon? Is it in the upper echelon? Is it top three, top five, top ten? Mm. Or does it even crack that? I don't know. For for sheer nostalgia, I feel like I have to put it up there. But when I think about Christmas movies that I really love, like the Santa Claus movies are up there. Home Alone is up there. Elf is up there. I would say it's like mid-tier and yeah. mainly based on, on nostalgia. What, what do they you? call those things like a tier list? Uh, you should have made one, that, one yeah, of those for Christmas like movies. That'd be fun. God tier, S tier, A yeah, tier, yeah. B tier. But it's mid I would say the same though. Like I think the Christmas story, it's it's a classic film for Christmas. Like I've, I grew up with whatever channel like puts it on reruns like every, like all the way through the holiday season. It's just constantly on. Um, and so for that reason, it's very nostalgic and kind of just captures something very Christmassy. But as far as like, films go it's not it's definitely not one of my favorites it's not right. one that i'm like oh yeah well, we have to watch christmas story but i'm like i'm glad it exists and it's a it's a classic part of the christmas season so yeah whatever. my grandparents love that film so much and it's just like every year it brings them so much joy and laughter so i feel like i get that like by proxy from watching that film even though i don't characterize it as being like the, the craziest or the best christmas right. story now i don't know what this next one is about but we're just gonna blind react and, and watch let's see no, I think celebrating Christmas as a brown person, if you're not a Christian, is, is ridiculous. I mean, Whoa. why on earth would anyone get an advent calendar and, you know, and, and buy presents for people and, and stuff like that? You put up a Christmas tree, it's, it's ridiculous. But um, I just I just don't know why anyone, anyone does it. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like this one. Because uh. it's like... If you do this kind of thing, and then you're you're blending in with all of these, you know, the the, the people who are from Britain and, and you're know, English and stuff, they don't want that. They don't want you to be doing the things that they do. You know, it's just not it's just not fair. We shouldn't we shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> that one got me. I'm like, oh my gosh, are you are you being so serious right now? And then you see him participate in it. So hey, this one does not qualify as a, a cringy TikTok. I love that. I love like turning it on its head a little bit and saying, you know, he's really just trying to put through the message that this is just a fun thing to enjoy. And everybody likes it to some extent, whether or not you subscribe yourself to the belief system that brought about uh, the, the celebration of Christmas. It doesn't really matter. It's still fun to just like have the traditions surrounding the holiday itself, all the colors, the advent calendars to treat yourself with, you know, a piece of chocolate each day when you open up the next tab. These things are somewhat universal despite the beliefs that we might hold personally you all know that i'm not religious but i go hard when it comes to christmas because i just love the feeling surrounding the holiday itself yeah i love it i, I love this one because it's just like speaks to the the wholesome sort of message that uh christian or not christianity christmas is <laughs> for everybody it belongs to everybody and so long as you're uh willing to just participate, uh, you, you can, and there's no like gatekeeping and, and from, from either side, there's no one on the inside of Christmas saying you can't participate. Uh, and then on the outside, it's silly to make rules like the, he's starting to suggest that, uh, that people do uh, about like, oh, if you're a brown person or if you're from another culture or something like this, then you can't cr participate in Christmas. It's it's like it's it's in a deeply entrenched part and of the tradition, the holiday tradition of the civilization and society in which we all find ourselves if you're in a Western in the Western world, basically. Uh, so 
you know, that that belongs to you and, and it's open to you to participate in it if you choose to do so. It's not something that's forced on you, but hey, you can take part in the Christmas spirit and take part in the Christmas tradition. Uh, it's available to you. And I love how instead of saying like, oh, well, because I'm, you know, from this background or whatever, I'm not going to celebrate or whatever. It's like, no, it's wholesome. And it just, that's what so much of the Christmas season becomes is about the the unity that it brings to people, the season of giving, the season of, of love and all that. And uh, anyway, so I think it's great that he chooses to participate. Yeah. And we see some people get into these talks about like Christmas being for white people or created by white people or tailored towards white people. And I remember just being in school uh, when when Christmas came around, we would do these little lessons about how different cultures have interpreted uh, traditions like the like the Christmas tree and how that takes different forms, what people do for their decorations, how like the lore and folklore around Santa Claus takes shape in different cultures in different countries. And I think that's so fascinating fascinating that we can have a shared experience that takes on so many different, you know, shapes and colors and cultures. And that's something that should be celebrated. So it's it's not really to the exclusion of brown people, as I think many would think. And there's a ton of different cultures who celebrate Christmas in very different ways. Now, yeah, if you take on that attitude, you're literally just depriving yourself of something awesome. So yeah. <laughs> you might as well just uh, participate. Yeah, just be just be jolly, guys. Just be jolly. <laughs> now, this next one has to do with communism somehow, and I can't wait to uh, find out exactly how we make that connection. I'm baking my Christmas cookies for the year, and I have a thought about Santa being anti-capitalist. First, the cookies. Chocolate crinkle cookies. Nice. Snickerdoodles. Nice. So while I'm waiting for the next batch to come out of the oven, let's talk about the myth of Santa Claus being an anti-capitalistic narrative. Uh, it is largely consists of just a large group of people towards, working towards a common goal. In this case, we have Santa and we have all of the elves that are making toys. There's no mention of monetary exchange whatsoever. Also largely probably not realistic to think that it's a slavery related thing. And if it is and you still think Santa is good, then I can't help you. Anyway, we have a largely horizontal structure of power in the North Pole and all working towards a common goal of delivering toys across the world in one night uh, to all the good boys and girls. And what delineates whether or not a boy is or girl is good or bad is not the value that they brought shareholders or anything. It's if they were nice or naughty, if they were good members of the community or not. So I have no war on Christmas. Interesting. Okay. So basically the intellectualization of the North Pole here is that all the elves and people work towards one common goal and they're, I guess, presumably treated equally so long as they are functioning towards that single goal. And we are judged on niceness, on how we affect our communities. And that, I guess, makes Santa and the North Pole an anti-capitalist society. <laughs> That's real. I mean, it's an interesting theory. I'm not going to take it all that seriously, as I don't think anybody in their lives has ever gone. I wish we could model our economic system and the way we treat each other after what happens in this mythical land known as the North Pole uh, run by Santa and Mrs. Claus. But you know what? Uh, if that's how you want to intellectualize a situation, I guess I'll hear you out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what, what else to add to it. I mean, it sounds like you're just... <laughs> thinking way too much. I think your cookies are burning with how long it took you to unpack all of that. You might want to check on those. And then just, 
know, give them out to some people voluntarily because right. that's what Christmas is all about. And, uh, you know, spread the holiday cheer and not worry so much about all of this uh, intellectualizing and adding communist uh, ideals into the Christmas narrative. It's not about that. It's just about being jolly and uh, spreading the cheer. So uh, why don't we get back to that? Yeah, I mean, if that's what you do have to do to uh, stop your personal war on Christmas, then by all means, you know, uh, mm -hmm. think about it in that way and <laughs> break down the North Pole in that way. That's certainly an interesting one. I'm sure you could find, uh, you know, similar things to break down in that way to support whatever argument you're trying to make. But hey, if it stops your war on Christmas, I'm all here for it. Now, this one says white Christmas racist. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm scared already, and I have a feeling this is going to be about the song, uh, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Let's see. Do you guys ever think that um, the song White Christmas, like, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, ding, ding. is actually just like a racist Christmas anthem? Can't sneak anything past me. That's all I know. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Well, I hope that's a joke. As it was, you know, it sounded like a bit of a joke, but I'm pretty sure I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas is in reference to, you know, snow falling and the general environment that winter brings around to certain regions of the world. And that person is dreaming of a snowy, soft white Christmas like the ones they had as a child. <laughs> Imagine if it actually was racist and this person is actually singing about like back in the old days when segregation was running rampant, we used to have white Christmases. Oh mm -hmm. gosh. We've all we've all been brainwashed and this guy discovered what he what what the evil white supremacist forces that were behind Christmas uh are really up to. No, um I just you know, he's he says his little thing and you know, did do you know that it's actually the racist anthem or did you ever think that? I was like, no. No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> that was basically as before he got out of his mouth. I'm just like, no. That has in fact never crossed my mind in a million years. I actually decided to need to like look at the the lyrics of this and uh, see if there's anything that I can glean from this that might be racist. I'm dreaming of white Christmas, just like the ones I used to know, where all the where the treetops glisten. I wonder with what? Maybe white snow. Guys, maybe it's because of the snow. <laughs> and to hear sleigh bells in the snow. There we go. I'm dreaming of white Christmas with every Christmas card I write. May your days be merry and bright and may all your Christmases be white. So I'm pretty sure when he says, you know, the sleigh bells and the treetops glisten and, you know, we have we have snow flying through the air. I think that's what he means by white Christmas. Um, I leave room for interpretation on that. If you, in fact, think White Christmas is racist, drop that in the comments down below. And please point out the lyrics that you've used to interpret that, other than, of course, the title of the song. <laughs> it's giving the, the you know, Ibram Kendi energy of it's not, you know, uh, did racism occur? It's where did racism occur? And unfortunately for this guy, it seems like this new modern worldview where uh, we're looking for racism in every possible thing and every possible interaction and rewriting American history and the 1619 project and blah, 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 uh, just everything from the lens of racism. It, I guess it stands to reason that you would apply that lens to Christmas songs. You see the word white and it's like, oh, white Christmas. And your brain starts rattling off all these conspiracy theories about things. But 
you know, it's much better to just live in reality and uh, enjoy a white Christmas, just like the ones you used to know and uh, have the holiday cheer. So hopefully <laughs> this guy can break this mentality. Yeah, you would think. I, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that's a joke. And he didn't seriously mean that the white yeah. that white Christmas. I don't know how delusional you would have to be as an individual to truly believe that that is the case. Now we're going to ask the question, Christmas or Black History Month? <laughs> white Christmas or Black History Month? Christmas or Black History Month? Christmas. <laughs> Black History. Uh, hey, I'm okay with it, but Christmas is like better. <laughs> Why though? Valid. Why? Because uh, Christmas is for everybody. Hey, valid. No hesitation. No hesitation. Christmas. I want Christmas back. Why? Because Christmas is for everybody, okay? Not just white people, not just brown people, everybody in black history. While, you know, some may deem it to be important and something that they want to uplift uh, when it comes around, Christmas is better. <laughs> Let's just be honest. <laughs> and this is separate of my personal vendetta against uh, Black History Month, as I don't think we need to separate history based on race. I don't need to get into all of that today as it is Christmas. But yeah, 100% Christmas. If you ask me that, I'm going to pull the same same answer as this man. Yeah, so often we, in these videos, the street interviews, we see, especially when it's like a black person asking a white person about something racial, they're kind of backpedaling, they're very uncomfortable, they're caught off guard. And this guy was just like, oh, definitely Christmas. Why? Because <laughs> it's for everybody. It was like, <laughs> Perfect logic, perfect energy, perfect answers. Just gave the most common sense thing and, you know, massive W for this dude for just telling it like it is and, uh, yeah, sticking to the facts. There's something about, like, being old and great where, like, you just don't care anymore about how people interpret things, how they take it. You know, he's like, I've spent 70 years on this earth and what I remember most is not Black History Month, it's Christmas. And I remember that that's everybody. That's my answer. I'm sticking to it. And, you know, perfect execution on on his front. We have to we have to wish for some of that energy, take some of that energy in because we all know most of us are going to answer Christmas. But will we be brave enough to answer that with the microphone and camera on at the same time? Let's access that grandpa's energy. <laughs> <laughs> now we got one more here today before we let y'all go. This is a tweet that says just when you thought Trump world couldn't get any tackier or trashier. It looks like a music video. Okay, I see Rudolph. Let's watch. Our real president. Trans men don't understand what it takes to be a woman. Let your man make the money, baby. You just do the cooking. Joe Biden's a Grinch. Kamala's a witch. Conservative and naughty written on my Christmas list. Please, four more years. 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 gosh honestly i i think like the leftist christian like christmas speak is pretty cringe this conservative video way worse this is the worst thing i've watched all day <laughs> this is the worst thing i've watched uh in this entire video so the conservatives take the cake on this one that's wild i love the tits out conservative uh, coupling that we have in this video. I, I'm going to be honest. I am a woman, but it's the very first thing that I, I notice. I must be accessing some of my masculine energy because that those are just right in your face from the beginning. 
I mean, when you lead with that, I think it's just a human thing. But, you know, we saw the the Jill Biden video and we, of course, reacted to that and how cringeworthy it was that they had this dance troupe kind of doing that Hunger Games dance around the White House. And, right. uh, you know, but I, someone tweeted this in the wake of that and was kind of like, guys, this is this is even more cringe. And, you know, we we give it to the left all the time and we don't really get political or anything. But I just I thought this one was worth worth including just to kind of, you know, be even handed and say, yeah, this side does it, too. So, uh, yeah, definitely a very cringeworthy uh, effort at celebrating uh, Christmas from the right side of the aisle this time. Gosh. And I think we just I don't know what needs to happen if we need to make a petition to just make these weird um, Christmas videos stop. We need to ban them. <laughs> expeditiously we need to ban this you're trying to rhyme grinch and witch which i can see how those are similar but if you don't have flow you're not going to make it happen please four more years please four more years no (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) just for that i want i want nothing to ever go correctly for these people (laughs) (laughs) wow i did not know this existed and you know what it did bring me it did bring me joy. I was going to say I wish I didn't know that, that a video like this existed, but it did bring me a considerable amount of joy. I think it takes the cake. We weren't going to vote on what was the cringiest video that we watched, uh, but I am now, and uh, it's this one. I, You know how they say, like, leftists have, like, Trump derangement sy- syndrome? I don't know what this is on the right, but it's something very similar. Maybe you could also call it Trump derangement syndrome, but it's all the horseshoe theory, right? Yeah, Yeah. for real. On the left, it's uh, Trump derangement syndrome and come all the way full circle. The people who are super pro Trump are just have the same thing, just on the opposite side. You are just as deranged, baby girl. And you're spending all this effort making a Christmas video about Donald Trump. You know what? To each their own, Charlize Theron. (laughs) That is the last video for today. Do you have any final thoughts? Taylor? Uh, just, I don't know, chill out and have a Merry Christmas, I guess. Yeah. We <laughs> and try not to, uh, may the cringe not uh, disra- disrupt your uh, Christmas experience, other than to keep it contained in this video, and hopefully nothing crazy happens at your dinner table, and uh, hopefully everyone's just chill and enjoys the vacation, enjoys the holiday. Yeah, I hope you're having a very, very Merry Christmas. Ladies and gentlemen, hope you're having fun with your friends and family, spreading the love, spreading the holiday cheer. And with that, that is the end of our show. Guys, thank you so much for watching. If you like this video, like, subscribe, click the notification bell to be notified every single time we post a video for you guys, which is every day. And leave a comment down below which one of these videos was the cringiest of them all because I have my vote. (laughs) Guys, thank you so, so much for watching, and I will see you next time. Bye.